In my quiet time this morning, I asked God to lead me to what he wanted to say to me today and what I could share with you. I've developed this habit. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but where I just simply flip open my Bible each day, trusting that he will guide me to what he wants to say to me. This morning, I opened up to Acts 2. In this passage, the disciples had already received the Great Commission, which if you don't know, the Great Commission was after Jesus was resurrected, he appeared to the disciples and he told them, um, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. This was Jesus, right? So therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then he said, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So back to this, this passage, they had received that instruction from Jesus and they were waiting in Jerusalem, which is known as the city of peace. So the Lord had sent them to a place of peace to wait for him until the Holy Spirit was released into their lives. So let me go to Acts 2, where it talks about, in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I have to admit that this passage is very exciting and a little scary for me. Why? Because I've always viewed this passage um, of text as a thermometer passage. What do I mean by that? It means that when the things on the earth start to heat up, God says, this is what will happen next. Really amazing stuff. And well, pretty frightening stuff. When I see these things happen based on the promises of God, we are nearing the Lord's return and that is exciting. But my question to him lately is, God, how bad do things have to get before you return? I admit that there are days when I sit down in my quiet time and I just cry over the sufferings of the earth. I don't mourn as those who have no hope. My heart is just heavily burdened for for those who don't have hope and those who are losing hope every day. But then he gently tells me, read it again and keep reading. So I go back and I read it again. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And old men will dream dreams. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth below. According to Webster's Dictionary, prophecy means a foretelling, a prediction, a declaration of something to come. For more on this, you can go over to my blog and read the extended cut definition of prophecy, or you can look it up for yourself. The definition itself, when applied to the context of this passage, tells us that God never does anything without first announcing it. In this case, he tells us that he will use all people to make declarations about his return. 
even if they know it or not, they may not even know what they're prophesying. If God can use a donkey, he can use an unbeliever. He can use a king. He can use a politician. He can use you. And because he knows our hearts, he goes on to say in verse 34, I saw the Lord before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body will also live in hope because you did not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You fill me with joy in your presence. If you have placed your faith in and given your heart to Jesus, God is your right hand, period. The right hand symbolizes sovereignty and authority. Medea said it best, y'all. Hallelujah. Right? Urban Dictionary <laughs> defines a right hand as a person that you can count on in hard times and in good times. They're there to hold you up, not bring you down. They'll always support you. And sometimes you might even get in fights with this person because you're too close and you understand each other too well. You love them like family. Again, that's Urban Dictionary, so take it for what it's worth, but I'm sure you can, you can probably relate. Essentially, there's nothing to fear. Your right hand is in charge. Let's challenge ourselves to live in joy, spend time in his presence daily, read his word, let him speak to you, and be his light where he's called us to be. Let's give our joy away. Let's leave hope wherever we go. Let's love others like their eternal life depends on it because it does. I love you and I'm praying for you today. Go get your grid on.